You're listening to your superpowered mind on the Superpower Up podcast, the show that investigates the innate power within your brain to create lasting change. Hello, everyone. Welcome to your superpowered mind. I'm your host, Kristen Maxwell. And in this show, we explore the process of transformation and give you tools and strategies that you can use to transform your own life. Today, we are going to be talking to Dr. Elizabeth Hughes about how you can empower your your body's natural ability to heal from the effects of stress. Dr. Elizabeth Hughes received her medical degree from the University of Virginia, and after receiving advanced medical training at the University of Pennsylvania and Stanford University, Dr. Hughes joined the Stanford faculty where she taught for eight years, in addition to practicing medicine in private and group settings. When Dr. Hughes became frustrated that the promises of medical science didn't translate into cures for many or most common diseases, she began to explore a wide range of alternative modalities of health and healing. Using her medical background and these alternative modalities, Dr. Hughes has now designed a -a one-of-a-kind system to help people whose lives have been hijacked by exhaustion and stress to reclaim their energy and mental clarity. So Dr. Hughes, welcome to your superpowered mind. Thank you so much. And please call me Elizabeth. Okay, I will do that. Thank you. So Elizabeth, my first question is always what superpower did you uncover as the result of mastering your mind? So there's two. Um, The first is I, I am an empath. And it's funny in conventional medical training, that empathic information is completely minimized or even poo-pooed and, and, you know, sort of dismissed completely. It can't be real. But I know that that ability that I always had is one of the things that led me to practice medicine. So, so it was always there. I, you know, I, it was rediscovering it, so to yes. speak. And the second is uh, I have a claircognizance where I will just get information that I really doesn't come from a source that is my own. And that also is something that came into play in my medical career, uh, but again, wasn't wasn't recognized as a way of knowing or learning. Uh, so those are the two things that I've uncovered by mastering my mind. That's great. So how does, how does that play out? So let's say you are working with somebody. And let me just start out by saying, do you work with people remotely and in person? So or is it in person? I work with people remotely only uh, in my in my health coaching career, obviously as a doctor, and I do spend still spend a little bit of time as a regular doctor. Uh, that's that's in person. That's a very conventional environment. But I work with people all over the country, and I have the, potas- the capacity to work with people all over the world and completely remotely. Okay, so let's say you're working with somebody remotely. How does the clear cognizance show up? What does that feel like for those people who aren't sure what it is and don't know what you're talking about? So all of a sudden, as I listen 
And if I'm just very specifically quieting my own problem-solving mind, uh, insights will come that will be just completely on point for a person. And it will be something that will have I, I want to say, quote unquote, I have no business knowing, <laughs> uh-huh. you know, like there's no way that I could get that information uh, for a person. So, you know, I'll suddenly have an insight at where if I'm working with a client, I'll say, that was something that happened with your brother. And and the person will say, what, how did you know? And I was just like, I just, I just had this feeling. I just feel it. Wow. Yeah, that's super interesting. That is great. So I guess then, what kinds of problems do people come to you for? You know, if say they're, they've been in the traditional medicine school system, and they're still dealing with fatigue or brain fog or else, what are they usually coming to you with? So it, there's a lot of anxiety, a lot of uh, panic attacks, uh, headaches, the fatigue, the brain fog, that feeling of being frazzled at the end of the day and having no energy left for anything else. A lot of people will also have immune system problems, whether it's that they catch every cold that comes through or they have an autoimmune condition. All of those, and and most people who work with me have at least one, if not more of these uh, conditions. So they're basically feeling very, very run down and tired and anxious. And, and I'm assuming that, you know, this is something that, you know, with my own experience, that um, most traditional medicine doesn't know how to deal with. Absolutely not. Exactly. They, most traditional medicine just has no tools and no way of thinking about this in a truly, truly holistic manner. And I, you know, sort of like what, what is the, the whole person saying and what do these symptoms mean for the, the body? Yes. So, so that's a great question. What do these symptoms mean? What, what kind of stuff do you start to look at? And I'm sort of asking some of the basic questions because I am always surprised at how many people really still are not aware of how we can start to look at the underlying causes of these rather than addressing just the fatigue. Yeah, no, that's a great question. And really what what it has boiled down to in the clients that I've worked with is that at the bottom, there is a basic feeling of, I can't trust my body or I can't trust myself to handle whatever it is that's going on in your life. Uh, and, and I start, you know, at the real bottom and this, um, this idea of I can't trust sometimes gets dressed up in, well, I'm old and it's normal to feel sick or everyone in my family has this. I can't feel any different. I can't escape this. But when I really started to do deep subconscious belief work, I realized that there is this feeling that everyone's walking around with that my body cannot handle whatever it is. And from a biological standpoint, 
that's a completely false belief. Like our bodies are absolutely amazing and constantly working for us, working to improve our body and keep us walking around. But we will believe the opposite. And that feeling underlies most illness, I believe. And that's what I attack. That's not attack. That's what I work with. That's what I transform. That's, that is really a, a major cause of dysfunction because how we feel and mostly how we feel directly affects the set point for our health. Wow. You just said a lot there. <laughs> yes. And, and I want to sort of make sure that I understand this. Ooh, actually, we need to go, a bro- go into a break before we go any deeper into this. Um, so first of all, can you let people know where they can find out more about you? Yeah, I, they can go to thestressantidote.com. Great. That is awesome. We are talking to Dr. Elizabeth Hughes about how you can empower your body's natural ability to heal itself from stress. We will be back in just a moment. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts, and we want to thank each of you for making Superpower Up the number one podcast network for personal development and spiritual growth. Because people like you have the courage to say that mindfulness, healthy living, disrupting reality, the pursuit of consciousness, responsible entrepreneurship, and radical parenting matter. We now amass over 1 million downloads monthly in more than 90 countries. Our numbers keep growing because there are far more people willing to live divergently than mass media wants to acknowledge. For you, the change makers, the light bearers, the way showers, we say thank you. If you're ready to take the next step in your evolution, go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz. And as Neva Lee Rekla, our youngest podcaster, likes to remind us, remember, we all have superpowers and we can change the world. Welcome back, everyone. So Dr. Hughes, or Elizabeth, sorry, both of those, both of your names. Right. Yeah. I... I let me see if I can go through this. And yes. I, I think I've mentioned on other shows to other people, but just so you know, I have some, we have autoimmune, pretty significant autoimmune issues in my family and digestive issues and all kinds of, so I'm very, very interested in what does it take to heal yeah. both from a physical standpoint and also from the mental standpoint. Right. And they're so tied together. And what I think I heard you say is that when people start having these types of, you know, um, issues going on, there is this belief that, or this fear or belief that their body or they are going to be unable to handle what happens to them or in them. And that you go and you work with directly with that belief because changing that belief actually helps to change their health? Yes. Yes, exactly. Uh, you, you summed it up perfectly. Wow. Okay. So that is totally opposite of, um, of what we often hear. Even also, you know, with a lot of the work that I've done with functional medicine people and talk to. So yeah. how do you go about figuring out what people's beliefs are 
Although I guess I'm going to answer that because if they're sick with this type of thing, then they're going to have a belief that their their body can't handle it. But how do you go about um, exploring that with people and actually changing that belief? Yeah. So um, I use some subconscious belief changing work. There's an energy medicine modality called Psyche, which I use quite frequently. But the at this point in my career, both as a doctor and as a health coach, I, you know, a health transformation agent, I realized that there's a common set of beliefs like my body is fragile, my body is going to fall apart, it's unreliable. And, and everybody pretty much needs to have those, <laughs> those beliefs changed to more enhancing ones. And it's a combination of doing some subconscious belief work in an energy medicine way, and then some intellectual understanding about how the body actually functions. That we just, we've got a skewed idea of, of how the body works. For, can I give a quick example? Yes, that always, examples are always helpful. Yeah. So most people figure if they take a medicine, uh, a medicine makes them better. But when you really look at the process of what it takes for the medicine to do its action, you know, a person has to swallow the medicine. It has to be dissolved in the stomach. It goes into the small intestines where it's absorbed. It may need to go through the liver and be activated. The bloodstream needs to take the medicine to where it needs to be. You know, if it's a heart medicine or a kidney medicine or whatever, the blood, the body then has to pick up the individual cells, have to take up that medicine, use it in the correct point. Eventually that medicine needs to be eliminated because it decays or the cell doesn't need it anymore and it has to be excreted. Now, most of that has to do with you. Like most of that process of the quote unquote medicine making you better relies on the body's own machinery to do it. And people don't really realize that, that you have, you can optimize that. I don't love to think about the body as a machine, but you can optimize those systems, that machinery. And the way you do that is to change your, what I think of as your health set point for, can my body handle this? Your body actually physically responds with hormones and neurotransmitters to that positive feeling of I can handle it. And then it can use the medicine. It can get the benefits from the food. It can, you know, all of the stuff that we do, all of those external things we do is based on our body being ready to use all of that good stuff. So what happens is so let me let me just make sure I understand that. So people have to believe that their body can actually handle that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I can give a really concrete example. And this was the first person I saw who had this sort of spontaneous healing. Uh, she was a woman who had a... a large sore on her leg that had started as a really minor scratch on her leg. And she had done her own first aid work. She had done, uh, she had gone to see a doctor. She'd had 
four different rounds of antibiotics, months of wound care, tra- uh, wound care to the the small wound on her leg. She'd seen surgeons. She was about to be scheduled for a surgery. And everyone told her, this spot on your leg is never going to heal because you're old. And I just told her sort of spontaneously, like, well, that's not true. You can still heal if you're old. It has nothing to do with your body's ability to heal. And I told her this as a regular doctor and then sent her away with some very, very simple, simple, simple treatment. It, it was really basically Vaseline and a plain gauze wrap. And three weeks later, this huge sore on her leg that she was facing surgery for was completely healed. Just with the shift of mindset of, it doesn't matter how old I am, my body can still heal. That's pretty impressive. So what happens then when you've got people who've had maybe even decades of autoimmune challenges? Yes. How do you go? I mean, at that point, they're in such a state of distrust of, well, doctors, alternative medical practitioners themselves, their bodies. Absolutely. I've seen people who have seen 40 different doctors and practitioners in the year prior to seeing me. You're like they, they've just run through everything. Yes. And so how, so do you have modalities that work to actually change? Because for these people, you know, just knowing people and working with people, knowing something intellectually doesn't actually change the belief. Exactly. And that's where some of the subconscious belief change uh, with psyche helps. You can take a belief like my body can heal that you might want intellectually and get your subconscious, meaning your, you know, your body's wisdom to accept that. That's great. And so, Psyche, I'm actually, I just became a practitioner, which is so funny. That, yeah, it's it's great. It's awesome. <laughs> yes, it is. It's, it's really, really incredible because there is, there are all of these layers of each of us, the, the beliefs, the intellectual, the soul, the energetic, right. all of these layers, and they're all so tied together. But what I've found also in, in using the Psyche for the belief changing work it does require, especially if you're going to change a long-standing uh, medical condition, there is some follow-up that's needed, uh, some changes in how you think and behave habitually afterwards. And then I've designed a program to help people to gain the trust and respect of their body on a day-to-day basis to back up all of that psyche so that you can, you. You don't let you don't let a doctor come along and tell you, well, you're never going to heal because you're old again, because now you're going to believe and have a habit of how you think about your body. Right. So so tell more of this. So you have a program around stress or so you're working with somebody, let's say, even one on one. So are you going to be doing um, does most of the problem do you do? labs and sort of that sort of stuff with people to see, you know, whether they're absorbing nutrients and all of that sort of stuff. Are you, are you really working more on the mental and the belief and the intellectual part of it? Right. I'm, I'm actually really working on the subconscious. 
Okay. Wow. So what do you mean then by the, to get the trust and respect of your body? So think about this a little bit about the way you might learn to trust another person. And I I use sort of a four-step process that you go through to trust another person. A first thing is you recognize that person's strengths and abilities. Well, you learn to recognize those in your body. And the second thing you might do is you might respect that person. You know, you wouldn't, you'd be, uh, you wouldn't say bad things about that person. You wouldn't, you would offend that person if someone else said, you know, that person's a jerk or something. You say, no, that's a good person. Well, you do that for yourself too. Then you learn how to communicate uh, with, with that other person. Well, you have to learn to communicate with your body. Learn what your symptoms are saying to you. Uh, Learn when, you know, how to get information from your body. So many people, especially if they've been sick for quite a long time, aren't accustomed to really, really listening and communicating to your body. The body's just a source of, of more strain and strife, but there's a way to learn to communicate with your body uh, no matter where where you are with it, and then finally, getting uh, working in in partnership in a way so that you're doing actions that actually support your body, and it's all fun, easy. I don't prescribe diets. I don't prescribe strenuous exercise. It's none of that. It's it's you know, learning to uh, be creative laugh, enjoy things. Those are things your body like biochemically needs. It needs those happy chemicals <laughs> to, to heal. And so we work on how to work those into your day so that it's, it's easy to do. Wow. Okay. That's super interesting. So it's really um, changing somebody's relationship, as you said, to their body and yeah. to their physical, because it has, you know, with so many people, when they've been having lifelong anxiety, you know, secreting just cortisol, crazy amounts of cortisol, or they're at the point where they can't eat any food because their body is sensitive to it. Right. This, so do you find, I mean, do you, does this actually work? Does it change yeah. people's physical? Can you yes. tell us an example of like what kind of transformation you've seen? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, there was a recent 29-year-old woman that I was working with who had anxiety, low-level anxiety for a long time, but had developed panic attacks and also had uh, uh, irritable bowel syndrome and was able to eat less and less food. So we, we only worked on subconscious beliefs and trust. We don't talk about what the medical diagnosis is, and we didn't talk about what her stressors were. We just consolidated trust in her body. And 12 weeks later, her uh, anxiety was much less. She rarely had a panic attack. She was having them daily. And she just, you know, like she would have the beginnings of one every 10 days or so, and even was able to stop those. She was back to eating everything that she wanted to eat. And here was the kicker. She had actually applied for a promotion and a trans well, a transfer to work at work, which was a promotion, and she got it. So it, there there was a transformation in not just her health, 
but her actual professional career. And I've seen this uh, again in a person at the other end of the age spectrum, a 62-year-old man who runs his own business with sky-high blood pressure and a cortisol level that was off the charts. We work on this. We don't talk about his stressors. We don't talk about his diet. We don't talk about his blood pressure. We just talk about trust. Blood pressure comes under control. Cortisol reduces by a third. And he's healed the relationship with his mother that's been difficult for years. So, so when you get this trust, there's a transformation that happens without having to address what we think of as the cause. It just works its way out. That is fascinating. Truly fascinating. Because it's been, you know, uh, there are, we have our standard Western medical um, system, which is awesome, which is amazing, and which we all need. Um, And then there are for people with these much more complicated cases where addressing the symptoms doesn't work, and we need to then or can choose to start looking at diet and supplements and what, whether you're being exposed physically to toxins and how your body's processing. So that's the functional medicine. And then this is a whole new layer of looking at the beliefs and, and actually really trusting that all of these other methods might help, but you don't even necessarily need to look at those. Right. So do you, do you, do your people typically, your patients or your clients, whatever you call them, do they typically, are they working with functional medicine doctors also, or does it not matter? So most of the time they are, uh, but not always. And it does not matter. And, And what's interesting is that when people learn that communication piece, they can dial in exactly what they need from the functional medicine. They can figure out what diet really is going to be best for me, what supplements really do help me the most. You Instead of just getting a Some people have something like 50 pill bottles and they're just overwhelmed just by trying to get through their day and their supplements. Having that get clarified, which your body will tell you. Right. And so what example, how would your body, how do you figure that out? I mean, I understand you need somebody to show you, but what generally, what kinds of things are the, will your body demonstrate to you so that you can figure out, oh, wait, this is a good approach or this isn't or a good supplement? Well, since you're familiar with psych, hey, I do teach people how to muscle test and and how to, to do it and then get confident about it. Muscle testing is one of the ways that I teach. But if anybody does that, you can, and you're confident about it, you can start right now to really get information from your body uh, of what it wants, what it needs. It knows what foods are going to exacerbate or not exacerbate your symptoms, I suppose. Exactly. Or if a person's seen three different doctors with three different opinions on what needs to be done, your body knows what it needs. Yes. And that actually is what I would say that I see people running into again and again and again, is you get so much conflicting advice that it's impossible to know what to look at or where to follow. Right. 
who to follow. And that's where literally trusting your, your gut, so to speak, trusting yourself helps. Yes. Well, before we leave, I always love to give, you know, the listeners who are, who are listening, who might not have a chance to work with you one-on-one or in a program, is there something that they can start to look at themselves or to think about or a question to ask or something that yeah. could help them to start? So one know, of the first, yeah, one of the first exercises that I do with clients is to go back in time to a, a memory of a situation in which they felt total and complete trust in another person. That usually involves going back to childhood. Some, and, and I give my example of my uncle who helped me get over my fear of thunderstorms by sitting through a storm with me in his lap. And I knew that nothing was going to go wrong. Whatever happened, he was going to be, he was going to be there for me. And if a person can go back in time and really not just remember intellectually, but get that feeling of being held by someone who trusts them or who, who they trust and who would be there for them, that feeling is what you're aiming for really in life because that feeling corresponds with your body turning on its healing systems. And the more time you can spend moving towards that really powerful feeling, the healthier and happier your body is. Yes. That is very powerful. That is one of the things working with people around their beliefs and such is a get yes is finding that feeling of peace and power and starting to um, get that wired into your head yeah almost to call it up right and yes. it, sometimes it's just 10 seconds at a time <laughs> and yes, that's exactly enough. and then you forget to do it for a long time which is why you want post-its all over your house to remind right. yourself <laughs> or you want a program that's going to get you in the habit of doing it all the time exactly Exactly. Well, this has been really um, super interesting to to talk to you about you and this approach, and um, it seems fascinating. Well, thank you, Kristen. It's really been fun. Yes, it has been. So thank you for sharing your wisdom with us, and it's definitely given us all something to think about. And listeners, thank you for being here, and until next time, Go out and remember that you do hold the power to change and transform your world. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today. 